Hi, and welcome to Seen and Heard. My name is Allison Tristo, and I'm the Community Field Representative at Western United Dairies. Today we have on the CEO of Wood, Anya Radabal, to talk about a recent legislative tour that we've just given. So let's get into it. Hi, folks. Hope you had a great week. Volatility continues in our dairy markets. Uh, The same trend as the past few weeks with class four gaining some ground, class three losing some ground. Butter was definitely still the star of the show. We have been hitting record after record um, daily in the spot trade. We closed the week at over 350 a pound. That was up another 20 cents for the week. Nonfat was fairly steady, closing at right around 118. Over on the cheese side, we saw a little divergence between, um, or convergence, I should say, between blocks and barrels, with blocks losing a little ground, closing the week at $1.70 and a quarter, barrels gaining a little bit to $1.5775. We did have a couple big reports this week, started out with a global dairy trade event on Tuesday. Good news was that the overall index was higher. However, the powder gains did fall a little short of expectations, so our markets didn't get a big boost from that outcome, um, though it was good to see things positive again. Cheese values, however, on that exchange did decline, kind of bridging the gap with our prices here as they've come back down. Seems the world is vying to stay competitive in that market. Then on Wednesday, we got a dairy products report. It uh, showed data pretty close to expectations with both butter and nonfat production down in August. That definitely jives with California output being down and us being a major producer of those products. And cheddar cheese production was about steady. We also got trade data. Um, There too, cheese exports weren't quite as robust as we thought maybe they had been in August. A decent number. Nonfat exports looking pretty good. Please, if you have availability, join us for a seminar we're having in Turlock on the Tuesday the 10th and in Tillery on Wednesday the 11th, looking at grain and cattle markets. We have some great speakers lined up. Please come and get the latest on what's happening in those markets. Please reach out if you have any questions and an invitation should be running in this week's West United update. Please reach out with any questions. Thank you. Yosemite Farm Credit is the farmer's choice for agriculture financing. As a farmer-owned cooperative, we are dedicated to serving our neighbors in the agriculture community with financial products and services tailored to your operation and backed with the relationship you can trust. Whether you're purchasing real estate, making improvements to the dairy, or wanting to purchase or lease equipment, we're here to help our members prosper. Visit our website at yosemitefarmcredit.com to find a branch location nearest you. Pacific Gas and Electric is here to remind you that signs keep you safe. Sections of our natural gas transmission pipeline travel underground and beneath agricultural land. For the safety of you, your family, and your employees, Pipeline markers are placed to indicate the approximate location of the pipe as a reminder to use extra care. 
Removing a pipeline marker creates a serious safety hazard. To have additional markers placed or report damaged or missing markers, please call your PG&E account manager or our Agricultural Customer Service Center at 877-311-3276. To learn more, visit www.pge.com agsafety. Remember, signs keep you safe. So today we have on Anya Radabaugh. How are you, Anya? I am doing really well for Thursday. <laughs> uh, do, so we had a tour, a legislative tour in Merced a couple of days ago. Do you want to talk about who we gave the tour to and where the tour took place? Give a little intro. Yeah. So we, um, Western United Dairies Foundation was awarded um, a legislative and policymaker um, engagement program uh, from the California Cattle Council earlier this year. And so this is um, the second tour in our series that we've been doing outreach with different policymakers. But this tour consisted of hosting a newer legislator. She, her name is Esmeralda Soria. Uh, she is an assemblywoman from the Merced, uh, Kern, and Tulare region, actually. She goes into Madera County as well. Um, and she's also recently now been the new assembly ag chair. And she'd been out to a couple dairies in her district. And so we were very um, privileged to take her out to another dairy in her district, uh, Simon Vanderwattis Dairy out on the west side of Merced County. And uh, we went through his entire operation and it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, we also hosted CDFA out there as well along with a number of legislative staffers joined us. And so Simon and his partner, Jason Doors, who's also one of our board members, um, they co-own Dutch Door Dairy and um, Vanderwater Farms, along with um, another dairy out in La Grande. And they were able to host the new assemblywoman all through the dairy. Um, and we were able to take up most of the morning doing it. So what were the hot topics that were discussed at the dairy and what did we kind of go through on the tour? Well, we talked a lot about what makes California dairy farms different from other dairy farms in the nation. Um, the new chair, the new ag chair was very curious to hear about our nutrient upcycling that we do. Uh, we talked a lot about some of the commodities that are non-human consumable that make their way to dairies throughout the state. Uh, we talked about how we blend those. Um, and then we spent a tremendous amount of time talking about manure handling, nitrogen, and methane. And so the tour of the dairy, uh, which is all dairies are very well organized, I would say. Um, we went through the milking herd. We were able to catch the end of a milking shift. And she got to talk to some employees, which I think was really important. Um, she got to see how the, mil the milk was chilled. Uh, these are all things that are really fascinating to people that have never seen a, a modern dairy operation or even any dairy operation. And I think they take for granted that the milk comes out at 101 degrees and we have to chill it fairly quickly. But generally speaking, um, the assemblywoman was very curious to understand more about our nitrogen loading issues that we have on our farms and some of the technology that we're going to be um, asking for her support and guidance on in this next year to help us really remediate some of the nitrogen buildup that we have on our dairy farms now. 
So we spent um, probably an hour on that topic and that moved us over into um, some of the Springer heifer areas. We talked quite a bit about animal health and welfare, calf care. Uh, she was very interested to learn more about that. And the tour concluded with all of us standing on, on top of um, Simon's digester. And we talked a lot about the challenges that we've had um, along with some successes in the dairy sector. And we had CDFA along board to kind of echo um, some of those challenges and some of those, I think, really cool opportunities that the dairy industry has risen to meet in reducing the world's um, methane that's emitted. But I think we did spend a very um, inordinate amount of time talking about, I think, the simple challenge that uh, dairy farmers in California that have decided to step forward to reduce their methane emissions are really having a hard time um, essentially getting paid to do so. And so, for example, this digester has been operating for two years and this farmer has yet to receive his CI score, which means that um, he's not being paid at all. And so you've got farmers out there, more and more of them that we're talking to that have done their, their job in reducing their emissions. The state is claiming credits for that and they're not um, being paid while they have million dollars in hawk, essentially. So this is a, a, a growing concern. It's also a bigger challenge as we look forward um, trying to figure out what we're going to do with the uh, Air Resources Board on the upcoming LCFS modifications. So this, the Assemblywoman was very curious to learn more about that. I think she's very concerned, uh, recognizing that there has been a lot of private investment made. And I think she wants to keep the climate story continuing. So her role as Ag Chair um, will be a very beneficial role for dairy across the state. And um, her uh, Vice Chair is Assemblymember Devin Mathis. So generally speaking, it was a very good tour. I think that um, we have a laundry list of follow-up items. This is how these tours go. They're very, very productive for our members. Um, and each tour seems to kind of foster its own questions, which we appreciate. And in addition to focusing on animal health and welfare, thinking about how we stay sustainable in the future um, was a huge conversation piece. So why do you feel like these tours are very important and productive for members? Well, in addition to showing them the technology, I mean, the modern dairy is um, of any size and scale is it's actually a lot more technology driven than I think most policymakers realize. And it's a huge working machine, every piece of it is mechanized. We did spend some time talking about the cow's pedometers, how they read body temperature, you know, measure footsteps. If there's an injury or anything like that, it flags those for the firm, for the farmer. But I think that getting them out there to directly connect, connect with a face, it, it can't be overstated how important that is. Um, there are a lot of questions that arise in the Capitol, usually around midnight. Um, and we want to make sure that those legislators and policymakers, regulators alike, all have a face to a name and can reach out when they have a dire question, as opposed to just a nameless, faceless corporation. Um, it's pivotal that our farmers um, really showcase themselves for, for being human. And talking with the workers and employees, you can't put a price on that. That's really, really important. Um, and she was able to do that. So yeah, personal engagement, like face to face to a name is really important. But it also reminds legislative advocates that 
lobbyists are not the only way to go and that making sure that they're responsive to stakeholders across their districts and they can do that. They just have to balance it. And so having a face with those issues as opposed to just, you know, uh, the night, you know, dairies have a nitrogen problem. Well, let's go talk to a farmer. Let's go talk to a community member. Let's try to find out how we can meet in the middle and not put people out of business, but also make sure that we're doing right by the community and making sure everybody can live together. So it's really important that they get that personal connection. So if you are a dairy farmer or family involved in the industry and you want to put your hand up for some of these tours, we are always looking for more volunteers. It does take a couple hours of your day. Um, depends on the legislator or the policymakers time. Um, but Assemblymember Soria was able to give us almost two hours. So that's that's a on the longer end of, of time. So what um, different tours is Western United Dairies planning in the future? So we are hosting, um, most of them have a common theme, which is animal health and welfare and sustainability. And sustainability can mean a number of things, depending on who you're talking to. Making sure that the next generation can actually acquire the farm is, I think, really important messaging for us. That's what sustainability means to farmers. Um, but then how we do that is usually by sharpening our pencils every day, challenging ourselves with different environmental issues. So we are really focusing in on nitrogen, nitrogen management in the next few months. Uh, we are going to isolate a lot more conversations around animal health and welfare, calf care. Uh, this is becoming a bigger and bigger issue. Um, I think that we'll continue to discuss methane, but some of the overall challenges that our industry have it has to do more with those other two topics than, than we, we know what to do for methane. We've got that technology pretty well licked at this point. Um, so yeah, I think that those types of tours will continue. Um, and as, as there are more grant programs coming through for DWR and Landflex, we're gonna be adding some of those tours as well. So is there anything else you would like to leave the producers with before we wrap up? Please put your hand up. We will prep you. Don't be afraid. Um, I think uh, not all of these tours are focused on politicians. There's a lot of other folks that you, you know, write things that really impact a dairy farmer's life every single day. And so put your hand up for a tour, even if you just want to tag along. Um, there's always a question that you can answer better than I can, which I greatly appreciate. Uh, this is your business and your livelihood, and no one is better at telling that story than you. So definitely um, work with Allison, work with me. We want to get you guys out there, but um, it's becoming really apparent that we need to keep telling our story in a little bit different narrative. We can't keep hiring lobbyists and paid chills like me to do that all the time. We have to make sure that the name and the face recognition within the district becomes one of the most important connections that these policymakers can make. Thank you, Anya. Have a great day. Thanks again, Anya, for coming on the podcast. And thank you to those who are listening. If you would like a notification when a new episode releases, you could subscribe to the podcast. Have a good week. 
Did you know that you can turn your dairy manure into cash? Bennett Environmental is offering above-ground dairy digesters at no cost to you. These systems can also remove nitrates from your lagoons to help you comply with water board regulations. Our proven above-ground technology will generate income for your dairy into the foreseeable future. Because we truck the renewable natural gas off-site, your dairy can profit regardless of your location. Bennett Environmental, turning your wastewater liabilities into sustainable assets. Learn more at bennett-environmental.com. Are you tired of hearing that the main way to save water is fallowing? Are you tired of seeing articles about how alfalfa and corn waste water? At Common Good Water, we combine the best-in-class subsurface drip system and precision crop management services, including pest control. Our verification program qualifies for public funding, and we want to help you continue farming in California. Contact your groundwater sustainability agency and ask how you can work with Common Good Water. Visit commongoodwater.com. Thank you to the Western United Dairy's generous business sponsors, the Morning Star Company, Holt of California, Farm Credit Alliance, PG&E, Arata, Swingle, Van Egmond and Goodwin Law Offices, Yosemite Farm Credit, F&R Ag Services, Moss Energy Works, California Dairy Magazine, Bennett Environmental, and Common Good Water. We appreciate our sponsors and thank them for their continued support. While Western United Dairies respects the varied views of our guests, please note that the opinions expressed in the Seen and Heard podcast may not necessarily reflect the positions of the Western United Dairies Board of Directors or our sponsors. If you would like more information on how to sponsor Western United Dairies or this podcast, please send us an email at info at wudairies.com.